the Brand Dad podcast with Robbie Fowler, episode 42, a behind the scenes look at transforming a six figure consulting personal brand with Mary Valoni. Bland, blending in, this is not how you want to be perceived in a crowded market. Discover how to position, pitch, and profit from your brand right here on the Brand Ed Podcast. Today, we're joined again by my good friend, Mary Valoni. She is a respected expert on fundraising and an award-winning author. She's built a wonderful, life-giving personal brand and consulting business. She has over 20 years of fundraising experience with organizations like the American Cancer Society, the ALS Association, and Special Olympics. Nowadays, she shares her expertise as a coach, trainer, and mentor to nonprofit leaders around the world. And she's going to give us a sneak peek behind the scenes of what it's been like to build her six-figure consulting business. We're jumping into part two of this episode. In this part, we're going to look at how Mary has evolved her own consulting business, why she changed things after having her biggest and best year ever, and how these changes have impacted her website and what she did about it. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, you can go back and check out episode 40. We looked at how Mary got started in her consultancy, how she developed her own framework and then turned that into a book, and how she used her framework and her book to position herself into a six-figure consulting business. Now let's hear about how Mary has evolved her consultancy. So now, Mary, the consultant, who's built a a wonderful, very successful consulting business, even on fundraising, right? Not on kind of for-profit companies. When it comes time for Mary to think about what's ahead and what's next in your consulting business, how do you, you know, plan out a year? Is there a particular approach that you take when do you do that in a typical year? And what, what does that look like for you about how you plan? Okay, here's what I want to head next. Yeah, I wish I was really organized like that. <laughs> I, I wish I was. I'm not I either. And I, yeah, but you know, I think um, a, a big deal for me is, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a believer and I just, there's something about walking in the path that's meant for me. And so a lot of what I do is I, I just make my decisions and I plan for the future based on, you know, what, what I feel like God's calling me to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like, you know, you and I had had this conversation. I mean, I was, you know, <laughs> I made more money last year than I made the three years prior. And mm-hmm. it was, such a 2020 was a great year for me. Um, but then at the end of the year, I was like, I just felt this sense of being able to kind of shut down a little bit and really focus my attention on uh, some of the faith-based work that I was doing. And so I think sometimes it's like you, you run down a path and you're like, this is the direction I'm meant to go for this season. Mm -hmm. And then you pivot a little bit and you realize, you know what, I really love doing that. Like I, I loved the work that I did for the last seven years, Mm -hmm. but now I'm like, okay, I really want to dig in deeper. And what can I really do? You know, and what can, what am I the best at? What am I the 
specialist at and where can mm-hmm. I bring other people around me to really shine? So I think that that's where one of the big things that I'm learning as I build out and make plans for the future is just, I ask the question over and over again, what do I want? Mm-hmm. So what do mm-hmm. I want my future to look like? And I've watched you and I have too many friends in this space who mm-hmm. have, just, they've lost, they've lost who they are. They've lost yep. their spouse. They've lost mm-hmm. That, you know, like ensure they're making a lot of money and on the outside, it looks really great. But I'm like, uh, I, I've been married for 20 years and I really like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, keep I, rolling with that one. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I really don't want to upset him. You know, like, I mean, and just the yeah, life. There are that, other negotiables. That's not one of them. <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, just find that I'm a very, you know, I'm a deep feeler, you know, so mm. I, I take some stuff with me. And so I want to work with really amazing people. And so, yeah. So as I make plans for the future, I, I do um, kind of leave things pretty, like I, I use a pencil, not so much. Mm. a pen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay to erase it. Actually, it's a whiteboard and I, right. yeah, I have lots of whiteboards. <laughs> so, but yeah, I wish I had a more like, Hey, I do the, I, I'm a 90 day work your way through. Right. Right. I, but I'm naturally a goal oriented person. So I'm always looking at like, what can I accomplish and how can I do that in this season? Okay. Uh, yeah. Hopefully there's some people that like breathe a huge sigh of relief. Right there. <laughs> like you're working out, you're listening, you're like, you just drop the weights and go, thank goodness. Not everybody has some sort of super, here is the exact formula you use to plan everything out. Yeah. Uh, because there, it, there are all kinds of different successful people. And some that are great at that and they've bought, you know, Michael Hyatt's whatever, or, and they've got it all mapped out and, and others uh, that don't. So don't feel too much pressure. Your goal is to, you know, find a way that, that you do want to have direction. You want to be headed somewhere, but don't, don't feel forced to do it one particular way. Now you mentioned, okay, so you're, you're kind of, you're seven years in. Um, again, a lot of folks listening, if we met with them privately and slid the number across the table, this is what Mary made last year. And she's pivoting away from some of that. Some of them would probably pass out and go, why would you ever (laughs) turn away from something so successful? Because all trends would show 2021 was just going to be bigger than 2020. So as you think about uh, pivoting, I'm guessing some of that is based back on those earlier questions about not just what you do or how can you be more successful, but why do you do what you do? How did that inform your decision to go? I think I'm going to shift and pivot a little bit, even though I'm seven years in. Yeah. I think actually in the end, I think I got a little burned out, um, Mm. you know, you know, working with some like really, really large campaigns. So just to give you an idea, my last campaign was a $15 million campaign. So Mm. it was a, significant amount of money that we were raising. And I, I just um, passed out and came back to, okay, I'm back. (laughs) So, you know, and you can about imagine just the, the extra, you know, just, I don't, I don't typically take the weight of my, my fundraising on like that. Not, not the same as what I did when I worked for the American Cancer Society, but I think I more or less just wanted to kind of sit back and just take some time to process, you know, what, what it is that I really love. It's kind of like back to 2013 when I sat down, I'm like, why do I even love fundraising in the first place? And Mm. so it's just a really nice season to be able to say, you know what, I have made amazing money. I have, you know, created this dream job, but what do I want to do? And it's, somebody had recommended uh, this book called Halftime. I don't Mm. know if you've heard of it, you know, Bob, Bob, 
Buford, I think is his name who wrote it. Okay. Anyways, it was several years ago, but he was just talking about what you're going to do in your second half. And mm-hmm. so I just hit the big four zero uh, not too long ago. So I was like, you know, what do I want to do of, you know, this mm-hmm. life of significance? And, and so that has played a factor in this next season as well. But here, here I am a fundraiser. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, to be honest with you, money doesn't scare me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it doesn't like, it's not something like, oh my gosh, what are you going to do? It's like, I raise money for a living. <laughs> like right. I, This is what I do. So I'm not actually sitting back worried about finances. I'm more thinking about significance mm-hmm. and about making the biggest difference and the biggest impact. And I know not everybody's in that season of life. So that's where you kind of have to approach whatever you're tackling from the perspective of where you're coming from. But I don't know about you, but 2020 was a beast. And mm-hmm. I had the like, what's the meaning of life? You know, like I, I was more like, <laughs> yeah, everybody had that. <laughs> right. And so, so I think that that was really good for me. And, you know, so it's been great to be able to say, you know, how do I really help more people and do something that I love in this next season of life? Wonderful. Okay. Now let's talk. Let's get practical for a second. So Mary's pivoting from 2020 into 2021, right? She's changing some things up. What happens often is, ugh, the website, right? Because this website I had reflects the thing I'm pivoting away from to some degree. And and again, we're not, Mary's not like leaving fundraising. It's not that kind of pivot. Um, This is maybe like a pivot slash narrowing down, focusing in a little more clearly and closely on some things you were already doing. It's just removing some other things off the plate so you can focus more fully, deeply, even broadly on this, this, uh, this kind of new group that you're, that you've been working with. So tell me about that whole, Oh, I got to create a website. What, what version website is this for you? Like how many have you had? You're seven years in, you've, pivoting at least once. Yeah. Uh, I would say that this was maybe the third, like really big, you know, mm, like overhaul of the website. And I had done an overhaul last year uh, (laughs) on the website. So that's where I was like, and my husband's a graphic designer, uh, Mm -hmm. web designer. So he, you know, I shifted everything over to a WordPress site. And I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just like do this thing. Right. Like when I first started the business, I didn't know what I was doing. So I just Mm -hmm. was like throwing up some pictures and some text. So I'm like, let's just do this thing. Right. So it's the pandemic hit, you know, last March. And I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to get a photographer in here. I'm going to just read you know, and they were more than happy to come to my house. So it worked out great. I got new pictures, just kind of redid the whole thing. Um, But I, and I don't know if I told you this specifically, but I was um, actually doing the website and setting it up to where I really didn't want people to contact me. (laughs) (laughs) Putting a wall, a little bit of a wall up. Yeah, I was because I had so much work Mm -hmm. already. So I was not looking for new clients. I was more like, Hey, I want to put this website up. That's like, Whoa, Mary's a big deal. (laughs) She's really, she, she knows what she's doing. And Mm -hmm. it obviously works by my Facebook page where people think, Whoa, Mary, you're a big deal. It's like, thanks. Appreciate that (laughs) website mission accomplished, you know, but uh, yeah. And then I, I approached you this year and I was like, Oh, Robbie, I Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, cause now I'm moving into this. Okay. Niching down, really Mm -hmm. focused on three areas of my business that I want to, you know, serve more people in that area. So yeah, we chatted and I was like, Robbie, would it be absolutely crazy if I redid my website? (laughs) I said no, right? So I want folks to hear that. This is common. 
right? I kind of say like, it's if you find a successful, even non-successful, if you find anyone who's a personal brand and they've they've been in it for, shoot, sometimes just 18 months, even at the 18-month mark, there's almost always a couple of websites in the rearview mirror, right? That you're like, I thought that was it. And either you stalled out on a platform or technical difficulties, or you rolled with it, but but your uh, business evolves and goes through these changes and the website needs to get updated. I heard someone say, you know, the websites are like bed sheets. You usually need to change them more often than you think, right? When you look at your bed and you're like, oh my, I don't think we've changed the sheets in like a month. That's disgusting. Why, why haven't we done that, right? You just kind of forget. And that's what your website can be like. So yes, you took the uh, course, my DIY personal brand website course. So uh, a couple of questions around that. So on your other two sites, did you personally build those? Or you know, I kind of worked with the person that did that and I didn't, I wasn't in there. Right? Yeah. So like I said, my husband did, yeah, he pretty much did the first two sites. And just so you know, website number one, I didn't even have a business name. I didn't even have, and like my husband had my website up, business cards come in. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. So everybody knows sometimes when you have an idea and you're like, yeah, I'm going to start a business. Well, you might have a spouse who's like kicking you out of yeah, the net. Right. <laughs> so that was my husband. Uh, so, okay. so he did a lot of it before I even had any, anything really put together. So okay. website number one was like, Hey, this is going to show people, by the way, website number one got me fired for, well, not fired. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Oh. Let's just say I got the HR department from the American Cancer Help Study. you start college. your business. Because in- <laughs> they're like, oh, this website looks pretty legit. looks like you're right. helping a lot of nonprofits. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. She, I'm, no, this yeah, hasn't started yet. That? <laughs> but anyway, so, um, but yeah. And then the second one was was really, uh, yeah, he helped build that out as well. So no, I did not. I did a lot of editing on the first website, sure. but I really touched website number two. Yeah. Okay. So website number three. That we just finished using that course, which I'm sure was a little terrifying. Um, what was that process like? Did you do some of that, all of that, a little bit of that? You did all of it yourself. I did all of it myself with the the earbuds of Robbie in my ear. So he, uh, yeah, you walked me through. I went through the course just like every other student would. And mm-hmm. you and I, you know, we, um, often we promote your, your course to the students who are part of fully funded Academy. And so I wanted right. to like really experience what our students are going through. And so sure. yeah, I went through it from every, I listened to every single word that you put mm-hmm. in that course. And, and I popped out a pretty great website at the end. I would have to agree. I'm a little biased for two reasons. <laughs> Cause I love Mary. And I think the course is, helpful. You do not have to pass this off to, you can pass it off to somebody else, but uh, you can do this yourself. Um, Yeah. And I I did it, um, you know, I I was waiting on some text that was kind of like what I was working through, but I probably Mm -hmm. could have gotten it done in a weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just was like, I really wanted to think through this pivot and really think through this transition. So uh, yeah, but I mean, it was, it was so good. And every time I had a question, uh, I think I might've messaged you this, but every time Mm -hmm. I had a question, it was like, just 
listen yeah. to the five more minutes left in the video <laughs> exactly and he would always answer the question by the time the video was over yeah. but i was so anxious because that's just yeah. my personality right. and i'm like jumping in there doing it all you know so mm-hmm. but it was so great and i i i just yeah i really appreciated the fact that it was so turnkey and easy to just pump in my information edit mm-hmm. it out all that stuff so yeah awesome. it was pretty great robbie you did a well, fantastic job thank you um <laughs> I just, yeah, I want folks to hear, A, if that's you, um, this doesn't have to be, this is not Mary's first website. Mary's not like going, I have this little side hustle and I needed to create a website to see if maybe I could possibly like seven years in, biggest year ever in 2020. And she used this to create her next website to head off into the next, you know, a little more focused area as she kind of pivots a little bit more. So go check that out. We'll throw, throw that in the... Uh, show notes as well. Mary didn't get any particular special help. We chatted a little bit as we got to the end, but you did your thing. I wasn't there to do it for you. Uh, even your husband who could do it, you were like, I got this. I can. Yeah, I can I did now, <laughs> we did chat about this. The most difficult part wasn't anything inside the course. Uh, and I really want people to hear this. Mary, who's super experienced, super successful. Mary, is it true that the most difficult part was not actually what was covered in the course. It's all that like websites are hard. You have to figure out what am I going to say here? Right. Is even seven years in with clarity. I mean, you know why you're doing this new site because you're pivoting, but what, what is that challenge? Like every time you kind of create one of these. I can't tell you how many times I bounce back and forth between like just even language of coach, consultant, trainer, Mm. you know, I'm an author now, you know, like, so there's, there's all these different words that could be used to describe me, but to like really nail down to three areas that I'm like, okay, these are my areas of expertise and this Mm -hmm. is what I want to be known for. And I think that that's where we're all like, well, we got a lot of skills and we got a lot of things that we can do. And it's like, stop. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's okay to not like throw everything in the kitchen sink into your, right. you know, on, on the homepage of your website, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I just revamping, um, some stuff that I've done in the past, but honestly it was, yeah, that that's going to continuously be the thing, right? It's mm-hmm. the bed sheets. Mm-hmm. I'm always yep. going to be editing, always going to be updating that yep. stuff. So, but no, it was, it was really great. And, and more for me, I'm like always looking at the, the experience of the user and what kind mm-hmm. of journey taking them on but i just felt like it was just yeah really easy to to go through awesome loved it well again i want folks to hear that i don't care how experienced you are what what makes websites hard is not what most of us think which is the technical stuff right what makes it hard is there's nobody around and you've it forces all of these decisions, right? So you can talk with your coach, your mentor, or you know, a mastermind group or whatever about what you want to do. And then the mastermind's over or the coaching call's over or whatever. And there you are going, what am I going to say on my website? And I just want folks to know that you probably do need help, not just from pass things off to a web designer and hope that they'll figure it out. But that website is where the rubber meets the road. In, in decision after decision after decision. And that's why it's hard and why I, I do recommend folks get some really good help beyond just, I've hired a web designer. Because yeah. usually the web designer is not thinking strategy. Usually the web is send me what you want, right? Yes. <laughs> and the problem is neither 
the web designer nor you really knows what you want or what the customer wants, more yeah. importantly. This is also why I'm my husband's favorite client. Because I was like, can yes. you just help me with that? And he's like, right. no. <laughs> no. You figure, right, yeah. You have to do the text. And that's why yep. I like often say that, you know, my pen and paper is has been such a valuable, you know, component alongside with the coaches that have helped me mm-hmm. find in the language. But yeah, so, so on point there, Robbie. Wonderful. Okay, so... Uh, it's great to have you on here. We're wrapping things up. We're going to share lots of ways that you can connect with Mary. I know you have a workshop coming up, but this will probably land after that workshop has come up. So what what's ahead for 2021 that you can already tell us about? In addition, like I said, we'll give links in the show notes of where you can get Mary's book, where you can connect with her on her website. If you're a nonprofit or a missionary who's looking to raise support, we'll put all of that in the show notes. Beyond those things, what's coming up in 2021 that we could we could throw out for folks? Yeah. So in April, so like you said, March, we're doing a workshop. Uh, April, we have a summit, which will be a free training. We're interviewing 20 amazing leaders in the fundraising space and who are helping ministry leaders, missionaries, and just general nonprofits with their their work. One of those people that I believe we will be uh, bringing on is Mr. Robbie Fowler. So, uh, oh, I'm blushing. Out, uh, check out his uh, interview. And then, um, and then yeah, we'll, we do continuous trainings throughout the year. Um, most likely we will have, we, we typically do a training in the spring and in the fall uh, so that we're always uh, connecting with people, whether that's virtually or in person, mm-hmm. depending on what's going on in the world, uh, we will make that happen. But yeah, the best way really to connect with me is just marybaloney.com. And if you're a ministry leader, definitely check out fullyfundedacademy.com. Okay. And fully funded for, uh, so folks listening, just so they know, if it's not you, maybe it's somebody you know, Fully Funded Academy really has like two arms. Who, what two groups of people does it help? Yeah, it helps the individual missionary who's raising a personal budget. So they're responsible for paying their salary to get out on the mission field. Uh, that's one of the people that we serve. And then the other group that we serve is the organization. So that organization that's a 501c3 nonprofit who's raising their organizational budget. We have a program called Fully Funded Orgs, um, and that will open up after our summit. So just follow our stuff. You'll get all the information to join in. Uh, but I definitely encourage you guys, if you are if you know somebody who's a missionary or if you know somebody who's running a, a 501c3 nonprofit that needs help with their fundraising, we we got you covered and we, we coach and train you through the entire process. Yes, highly recommend that. And it's not just because I get to help, uh, but I get to witness how Mary helps these folks. And it is fantastic. So we put all of that in the show notes. Mary, thank you so very much for coming on this episode. It has been wonderful to uh, have you. And I'm sure people are listening to this. They're just going to be smiling because Mary makes you smile. And she has a unique way of both making you smile while she kind of kicks you in the pants like, and gets you out doing stuff. It's really not fair. Her little superpower wonder duo thing there about how does she make me feel good and get me off the couch and get me doing something. So thank you uh, for for joining us and being on the podcast. Appreciate it, Robbie. Thanks for all you do to help me. I'm an avid listener. So thank you. 
great stuff from Mary in this episode. I know you'll want to connect with her. So I'll put her website, maryvaloney.com. You can find that in the show notes. I'll also put a link to Fully Funded Academy with a $100 off coupon. So if that is you and you need help with fundraising, you can go check that out. I'll also put a link to her book called Fundraising Freedom. And if you go to her website in the show notes, there's other ways that you can connect with Mary on social media and uh, follow her and check out what she is doing because she's doing some great stuff. Also want to let you know the next Brand Ed Bullet releases this Friday. You can check out episode 39. That's the announcement about some cool new shows dropping right here in this feed. Some new things coming your way. So go check out episode 39, that short announcement if you missed it. If you have a question for the podcast, I would love to help you out. If you have a question about positioning your personal brand or business, you can go to RobbieF.com forward slash question and shoot your question over and we will answer it on the podcast. That link is also in the show notes. Last thing, I would love for your help getting this podcast into the hands of more people or maybe the ears of more folks who want to build a life-giving brand like you and like me. One great way to do that is just go leave a review on iTunes. The more reviews, the more it helps push that out there so that more folks find this podcast. So I'd love your help doing that. Until this Friday's Brand Ed Bullet, go and build a life-giving brand.